Hey everybody, what is going on? It is Sunday, August 6, 2023, and you are listening to episode 23 of Black Box Signal. Black Box Signal. Wow. <laughs> Man, that would have been rough. Uh, I am your host as always, Chase Johnson, and this week joined by, officially can say, co-host, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. taking over, Dustin Miller. How's it going? Going well. It's going well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. well. Just honestly, it's just I'm really tired today. Here, you've been working. I'm feeling a lot. like I'm feeling my like I'm getting my ass kicked right now, but you know, I it's going you. well. Yeah, yeah. I finally saw the Barbie movie. Okay, okay. Was hilarious. I found I mm-hmm. found it pretty enjoyable. My wife liked it. My wife cried like three times. Um, <laughs> she's a baby, but I love her for it. Um, and then if you saw my Twitter feed. I apologize for anybody who's not into wrestling, but I was tweeting a lot about SummerSlam last night because I have Peacock now, which means I get all the WWE pay-per-views. Oh, I'm sorry. WWE premium live events. That's what they're calling them now. Um, So I I do have a question about that. What, even though I already know them, what are your thoughts on uh, on Logan Paul? Oh, okay. I I hate Logan Paul. I think we can all agree that he's a douche okay um, a douche canoe um but he's such a good heel like yeah he leans into the fact that everybody hates him and uh he finally won a match because he's been losing a lot of matches since he's been mm-hmm. in wwe um but he won a mat won the match last night and he won it in the perfect way um somebody's one of the guys that's on his podcast slid him a pair of brass knuckles while the ref wasn't okay. looking, and then he clocked the dude in the face, and I was like, "Perfect! If you're gonna have him win, have him win in like the cheapest, like piss the crowd off type of way." Mm-hmm. Um, it was in Detroit last night, which kind of bummed me out because I tried to win tickets, um, and it didn't <laughs> happen. Um, they were too expensive. Uh, even Violet Damn. was like, "I want to go." Um, but I mean, the pay per view was kind of honestly, I was kind of fifty fifty on it. Um, like. I felt like it started off strong and then it kind of fizzled out towards the end. I will say the women's triple threat match was really fucking good. Um, okay. Between Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair. And then at the last minute, if you know anything about wrestling, um, EO Sky, well, I'll, I'll just say this. Bianca Belair won the match, winning the title, which left my head kind of scratching. I was like, Charlotte Flair is returning. And if you know Charlotte Flair, she's the daughter of Ric Flair. And mm-hmm. Ric Flair holds the records of 16 world titles. John Cena's tied with him, but technically Ric Flair holds the record of having the belt 16 times. Um, right. Charlotte's at 14. Yeah, so it would be cool to see her like break her dad's record, I think. So I was thinking, that would be I was thinking awesome. and, and uh, um, Violet loves Asuka. I'm, she's really cool. She's this really cool Japanese wrestler. Um, oh, yeah. Awesome. No, I've seen her before. Yeah. Um, she was the champion, um, and the rules of a triple threat is basically if whoever scores the first pinfall just wins the match. So technically, the champion does not have to lose to hmm. lose the title. Um, but Bianca Belair ended up winning it, which I like Bianca Belair, but it kind of like left my head scratch a little bit. I was like, they've been kind of pushing her, and she's had multiple title runs these last couple of years. I've kind of figured if they were going to, they would either have Asuka retain because she hasn't been champion for super long. Or Charlotte coming back that she would take it and get her 15th title title reign. 
So I was like, okay, the match was really good, but my, the finish left my head scratching. And then EO oh. Sky's music hit. And if you know anything about that, she is the current women's or was the current women's Money in the Bank contract holder. Now, if you don't know what Money in the Bank is, we're going into wrestling talk today. Money in the Bank is a pay-per-view that they hold once a year. And um, they have a bunch of matches on it. And then they have two matches that are ladder matches between seven to eight people. They have a women's and a men's. And there's a contract okay. hanging above the ring. And that contract, if you get it, gives you a title shot at any time. Literally any time. Could be when somebody, in in the case of this, most of the time, people cash in after the person has been through a grueling match. Bianca Belair mm-hmm. blew her knee out during the match. So she's she won the match but was like hobbling afterwards. And then you hear EO Sky's music hit. She cashes it in, becomes the new champion, which EO Sky has not been a champion. So it's cool to see somebody knew that they could use to use the belt to r- rise somebody a little higher on the card. Um, I always yeah. like the money in the bank too. Cause it's just, it's always like, it's, I think only one person has failed at cashing in money in the bank. And that's because John Cena said, I'm not going to cash it in until WrestleMania. So he told everybody when he was going to cash it in, you're mm-hmm. not you're like the best thing to do is to not tell anybody that way. It's like a complete surprise. Um, like Edge did it a bunch of times. Like Edge beat The Undertaker only a couple times. And the couple times that he beat him was because of Money in the Bank cash-ins because Undertaker would get done with like a cage match or something. And then Edge would come out and like <laughs> screw him over and beat the title or beat him for the title. But I always like that. That I I love Money in the Bank. It just it it keeps things interesting because you think at like any time between and that contract is good for a year up until the next Money mm. in the Bank. So at okay. any time throughout the year, they could cash in. They could cash in when the dude's in the parking lot. They could cash in when the dude's in the dressing room. <laughs> they can cash in anywhere they want. They can. I think one time there was a cash in where a guy just got jumped in the parking lot, and then the dude was like, grabbed a ref and was like, "No, I'm cashing this in right now. Like he's down, he's out. Like I'm doing it now." And it has a near like uh, aside from the, I know the women's one has a hundred percent cash in rate. Everybody that's cashed in has won the belt. Um, because I mean, naturally, like if you were to do it in storyline, if a, if a dude's already gone through or a woman has already gone through an entire match, they're not mm-hmm. going to want to go through a whole nother one. Like they're, they're not going to be able to do a whole nother one. Cause they're going to be beat down and tired while the other person's completely fresh. Um, mm. uh, Cody versus Brock Lesnar was, I really like Cody Rhodes. I, I kind of like Cody Rhodes. He's, they killed a lot of momentum with him, um, with this storyline with Brock Lesnar. So, uh, this was the rubber match. Um, Cody won the first one, Brock Lesnar won the second one, then Cody ended up winning the, this one last night. And the only good thing I said that came out of it was like, now Cody can put this God awful storyline behind him because it's not that I like completely hate Brock Lesnar or Cody. It's just like, I felt this storyline was like completely random and unnecessary. Like it was just a random stopgap. Um, the worst match of the night was Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Um, because, oh, Ronda Rousey's still trying to make something? Well, she's been a champion multiple times in WWE already because Vince likes to put belts on people who are already stars. Um, mm-hmm. So they decided for fake wrestling that they would have because Shayna Baszler trained under Ronda Rousey uh, on The Ultimate Fighter. So she mm-hmm. has an MMA background too. So WWE thought it was a good idea to have a fake MMA fight. Uh, 
and it was bad. Like you could, the crowd got pretty much dead silent. Um, it was boring yeah. as hell. Uh, Shayna went over, which was the only good thing because I hate Ronda. Um, like it was so bad. Um, and then, and I thought I was gonna say the battle royal was gonna be the worst match of the night because I historically don't really like care for battle royals unless it's the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble because then it actually matters. Um, it was that was the most boring match of the night. It was horrible. Um, Damn. It was a lot of fake punches being thrown, fake kicks, kicks being thrown, like, and you could tell they were really fake. Like, I mean, you can kind of tell well, a lot see, of times. You want, yeah. That, that's the shitty part is like when it comes to MMA, uh, MMA, not M&Ms, when it comes to MMA, you want those hits. Yeah. And yeah. they're real. Yeah. And and, I, and you could tell they were throwing some a, a few potatoes. Potatoes is the wrestling term for actual hits, like a stiff shot. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you could tell they were throwing a few in because they're both MMA trained, but right. they also had to pull them a little bit too because they didn't want to actually be knocking each other out. Um, right. If you're gonna do it and you have two people in MMA that are MMA trained and can do it, just fucking commit to it or don't. Like that's my mm-hmm. thing. Like you could have made it look a little bit more realistic and not necessarily like have and still have like decide who's going to win in the back like you would in wrestling. Um, right. And the best match of the night was Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the world heavyweight title. Um, and WWE has two main belts. So there was technically another title match. The, uh, the, undisputed wwe <laughs> universal championship was also on the line uh, which i made the joke on twitter i was like so how long before they just start calling that the wwe title again because they've done that in yeah. the past they've had the wwe title and the world heavyweight title they've already remade hmm. the world heavyweight title so now they just got to change the name of this one again because that's just a fucking mouthful um that match was i was excited for roman reigns versus jay uso because they're family members and they've been part of this Mm -hmm. storyline for like three years of roman reigns being the tribal chief and the head of the table and the leader of the family and uh this match was tribal combat which is actually like a samoan tradition of like what tribal chiefs would do to like challenge the the chief of their community to an actual fight okay so it was supposed to be like this you know drag out fight and i'm not a big fan of gimmick matches um mm-hmm. and it just was them using weapons on each other the whole time like oh, i'm gonna hit you with a chair a bunch i'm gonna <laughs> hit you with a kendo stick a bunch i'm gonna throw you through a table not do any really impressive moves um and roman reigns went over because sorry who was expecting that jay uso was going to take the title off of roman reigns <laughs> roman reigns has been champ for three years now and when i think of somebody who's going to take the belt off him it ain't going to be his cousin it's going to be like, right. like my two things, it's either going to be Cody or there's rumors that last year his schedule was too busy, but this year it might not be. The Rock is in that family. So mm-hmm. there's been talks that The Rock really would like to come in and work with his younger cousin to probably you, lose, you've been, lose to him. You, um, you've been mentioning that for a while now, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and last year they were close to doing it, and just his schedule was too busy, and he couldn't get out of mm-hmm. what he was doing. Um Cause yeah, Triple H like flew out to his house and everything and they were in talks to do it and he was all on board to do it, but he was just too busy. So maybe this hmm. year, um, but I mean, uh, the, there is the writers and actors strike going on right now. So yeah, there's that too. Um, but yeah, it just frees up his time. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, overall, the pay-per-view, like I said, was very hit and miss. The Intercontinental title match I didn't care about because I like Gunther, not a huge fan, or I'm sorry, Gunther, that's how they pronounce it. Um, Not a big fan of Drew McIntyre, though. He's he's always been kind of boring to me. Uh, I know he was already the big champion before, but when he was the big champion, it, I was falling asleep. Um, <laughs> he's like a nice guy, but like, it's just, I, he's boring to me. Um, but yeah, the okay. world heavyweight, the world heavyweight title match was definitely best because Seth Rollins is a hell of a worker. Finn Balor is a hell of a worker. They tore the house down. Um, and the judgment nice. day got involved and ended up inadvertently costing Finn Balor the match, um, which they've been kind of telegraphing because Damian priest who's in judgment day with Finn Balor is the men's money in the bank winner and still has his contract. Mm. So he was trying to think the whole time, are you going to cash in the middle of my match? Cause you can cash in in the middle of a match too. Um, mm -hmm. Seth Rollins has done that before. And so they were kind of like button heads. Like, do I really trust you anymore? And how it ended was Damian priest was trying to help Finn Balor and Finn Balor was getting up in his face. Like, I don't need you. Yada, yada, yada. I didn't tell you to come out. And then basically was like, you're getting your ass kicked though. Like Seth's going to take, mm -hmm. going to beat you. So he slid in the briefcase for Finn Balor and then got up on the apron to distract the ref. Seth picked it up and clocked Finn Balor with it and then pinned That's him. That's funny. And so like it totally backfired. So I expect some uh, Monday on Raw, there'd be a, a little bit of an aftermath of that. But up okay. until that point, that match was like the best match on the card. Um, nice. nice. Um, but yeah, but overall, if you look at the whole card, it was kind of 50 50. Um, there was no mm -hmm. women's, there was no women's world title match. They had the WWE women's, yes, because there's two women's belt, belts too. They had the WWE women's title and the WWE or the women's world heavyweight title. The women's world heavyweight title was not on the line, which I felt was kind of weird for our SummerSlam. Also, Rhea Ripley is over as hell. Why wouldn't you want her on the card? Um, but yeah, that was my weekend. Um, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, at least 50% of it. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Um, I still hate Logan Paul. I hate how fucking good he is. Like, Here, here's what I think is going to happen. You're going you're gonna to hate him for so long. I'm going to turn a corner. Secretly start to, yeah. Because here's the thing. I love heels. I love bad guys. Mm -hmm. I lo like when I was a kid, obviously you root for the good. You always root for the baby faces. You always root for the good guys. Right. But when you get older you start to realize that the bad guys are the more interesting characters because mm -hmm. how much can a good guy come out and say on the mic? He has to be nice right. to the crowd and yada, yada, yada. You can literally just about say anything as a heel and get away with it because that's your job. You're trying to get people to be boo you. Um, mm -hmm. MJF was like, we'll say stuff like over an AEW that like um, when Simone Biles was going through all her stuff, he brought her up mm -hmm. in a promo and the crowd booed the crap out of him. And but it was but and, and a lot of people that weren't into wrestling got super offended. And I was like, he he's not doing it because he really feels this way. He's doing it to get a reaction out of you and it's working. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so I've always loved heels for that. And you look back, and I mean it's just like superheroes. You can't have a good superhero without a good villain. Um and the villains are fun. Like they, they're more interesting. Like Hulk Hogan got boring after a while and what, and they started booing him. So what did he do? He turned heel like, cause they were already <laughs> booing him anyway. So I hate Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll find them very, find a lot. Hate Hulk Hogan, hate the ultimate warrior, 
really hate the Ultimate Warrior. Oh my god, dude's a piece. Oh, you hate the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, I saw everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it's valid. Taking out the fact that he's a racist homophobe. I mean, I know he's yeah. dead. I know he's dead now, but I don't care. He was a piece of shit. If you <laughs> even if you take out the fact that he's racist and a homophobe, he's shitty in the ring. He wasn't that impressive in the ring. He would. He was, just, un- he was just flashy, fancy colors. Yeah. And Undertaker even made that joke in one of his interviews because now that he's retired, he's coming out and doing a lot of like behind the scenes interviews about like the stuff that he's did. He said when Ultimate Warrior, when he'd come out in his entrance, he'd always sprint to the ring as fast as he could and then shake the ropes. And then Undertaker would be like, by the time he did that, he was gassed. He was tired out before the bell even <laughs> rang. That's why his matches were so short. His matches were punch, punch, kick, kick, splash, one, two, three. Like mm-hmm. every time. And his moveset was not impressive. Like, everyone says, like, he was this amazing wrestler. And I'm like, I don't see it. Same thing with Goldberg back in the day. Goldberg was, like, the only reason Goldberg was impressive is because they allowed him to mow everybody over for 375 wins. Um, mm-hmm. And But his matches were always short. If you started going playing long with Goldberg, you'd start to see he was out of shape. Like, he couldn't, he didn't have cardio, which... I'm sorry to not to be like a body shamer, but it doesn't have to really deal with body shame because he looked great. He was just mm-hmm. didn't have the cardio to go 20, 30 minutes. He could only go five to 10 before you'd sit mm-hmm. there and he's just huffing and puffing in the ring and trying to figure out what he's going to do next. Like he just, he wasn't that impressive. And Ultimate Warrior was even worse. At least Goldberg had a few moves in his moveset. Ultimate Warrior was just so bad. Like, he's not that. Like, I don't like Hogan, but Hogan is far better than Ultimate Warrior ever was. Like, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Um, wow, that was a long wrestling minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to start a wrestling podcast, probably. <laughs> I was just letting you uh, have your moment. Yeah. Just get it all out there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Long story short, Ultimate Warrior sucks episode possible episode title this week (laughs) um but i guess after since i'm done with that you want to get into games sure still nothing visually um (laughs) so you i've been watching this a little bit on stream with you you have been playing Mm -hmm. this pokemon mod that allows you to be a gym leader yeah so it's a it's not so much a mod it's more of a they don't even want to call it a ROM hack or a mod. It's more it's like it's its own standalone like like file you download. You don't even need like a base game, but it's called this gym of mine. Okay. Um, and basically what it is, is that you are uh, tasked with becoming a new gym leader for a town. Um, you pick the type that you're going to uh, use. You uh, get a special like gym TM to to give to your Pokemon or uh well no you you just give it to your pokemon but your whole your your task of like building up this town and and refurbishing it because it is like it's kind of barren but okay. when you get there um everyone just kind of treats you like shit because apparently the last gym leader was kind of an asshole uh, okay. And so no one trusts you and so while you're building up this town you're also trying to build the trust of everyone around you um and it's fun. Uh, it is hard as hell um, <laughs> because you are you are limited to a certain type. Um, I'm a little annoyed with you specifically because you you unfairly weighed my poll on Twitter a little bit. And so my type is it's steel. 
Um, and listen, steals steel types are great defensive types. But the downside is you got to get them higher levels so they're fully evolved. And steel types don't evolve until much, much later in their lifespan. And so I have a bunch of like squishy little like for like phase one Pokemon that I kind of get my ashes like wiped. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I kind of rigged the poll in steel because I voted yeah. with my Twitter and then I voted with the black box Twitter. So, yeah. OK, so yeah. I want to ask this, though. So when you say you could pick your type, is it like literally any type or are they or do they only give you like three or four to choose from? No, you can pick any of them. So like you could do psychic fairy, whatever is available yeah. there, to Jen. There was one there was one that was like kind of like grayed out. So it makes me think that like there might be a like you have to beat the game first. Okay. Um but yeah, you basically it's like you go through the the traditional Pokemon beginning of the game settings where you make a character, you give them a name, um, and then it throws you into like a giant black room with all these pedestals on it, and they all represent different types. And so you just pick one, and then it gives you three Pokemon to choose from for your starter. Um, it's not traditional starters. Like, you don't get, like, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or, or Charmander. My options were Shieldon, um, Aeron, and Seed. Okay. Um, and so that's what that I ran with that. I actually picked Aaron. I'm wondering if maybe there might be a because you're given like I said earlier, you're given like a special like gym TM. Right. I'm almost wondering if there's a like you get a certain TM depending on the starter you pick. Because I got I picked Aaron, which is usually like a physically heavy uh pokemon at least but, like agron in the final stages but my tm was flash cannon and i was very weirded out by that i'm surprised i didn't get like i don't know like iron claw or iron head right but, yeah or metal claw not iron claw but yeah it's uh it's still a lot of fun you, you gotta you gotta build your teams they do limit you um because like the whole point of the game is every day you have to go into the gym invite fight a bunch of trainers but you kind of like in the badge system in the traditional games you technically technically get gym leader ranks okay and so in the beginning you're only allowed to bring in like a certain amount of pokemon at a time so you could have a full team of six but because i'm in the beginning of the game i can only start the day with only three pokemon in my party right yeah um and so when you say gym ranks, is it kind of like, is that kind of like the order at which a trainer would get to you? Cause like more or less, cause, um, Kinda. Like, I mean, it's definitely like, sorry, you had, you had more to that question. Well, like, cause like how, like, uh, I'm going real old school here, but like, you know, like the first two drums are like Brock and Misty. Do you like mm -hmm. eventually like, does the rank make you like higher up, basically higher up on that ladder to where like, you're fighting higher level trainers later because they've already fought. Other yes. Okay. Yep. Yes. Um, and then also like when you grow in rank, you also like gain more trust with the town. And so you get more options in like the Pokemart and uh, you get access to like different lands. Like I just opened up a different place to go to. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That, yeah. That seems really cool. Um, are you going to be streaming more of that? Probably. 
on and off? More than likely. Yeah. yeah. As long as I don't get angry, because last time I was getting like, like I said, I was getting my butt handed to me. Sorry. There was one cool. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. There is one cool thing I found out and I'm absolutely adoring it is that once a day, once you hit gym rank two, which is where I just hit once a day outside your gym leader or your gym, a Blissey trainer shows up. Okay. And if, and if you guys know who Blissey is, Blissey is the Pokemon that gives out the most XP when you beat it. Right. And so it's team like her team is you can choose between three Pokemon or six Pokemon on her team. They're all Blissies. They're all level 50. <laughs> and they have no moves to hurt you. They're all holding black sludge. So they take their own tick damage every turn. And uh, you just sit there and you wipe them and you get like thousands upon thousands of XP per Pokemon. And uh it's a nice touch. It's a really nice touch just to like level up further instead of biting or fighting like random ass wild Pokemon. Nice. Yeah. And, and then you've still been uh, chipping away at Kirby. Uh, I have chipped away. It is done. I beat oh, okay. it. Um, I mean, it's a Kirby game. You can usually blow through Kirby games pretty quick. But one thing I want to like point out in this game is that when you beat the game, you get an epilogue. Okay where you play as the bad guy from the game Ooh. yeah yeah and this okay. is what this is the thing i think i like the most about the game is that instead of him being it's not like king ddd or meta knight his name is magalore okay uh and he's magic based Ooh. and so all of his levels is where you're just trying because like you're kirby you beat the game, kind of kick his ass, and you steal all of his powers away from him. So the whole epilogue is just regaining his magic, and you have to like level him up and get him stronger. I want a Magalore game. Yeah. Because it was so much fun, just like leveling up his magic, making it stronger, and just blowing through the levels with it. And it's arguably probably the most fun in the entire game is just playing his levels. Nice. Yeah, I kind of yeah. felt that way about what was the one that you could play as Meta. Wasn't there one that you could play as Meta Knight in? I really I wanted. So. I really wanted a Meta Knight game after playing that one. I never played yeah. it fully. I only like ha like played a demo of it. I think, but um, mm -hmm. that that's awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love little epilogues like that in games where they just kind of like flip the script or make you play as somebody else. Um, mm -hmm. uh, well, I've been playing a little bit of the same old, same old. Uh, still chipping away at sixteen. Um, mm -hmm. I just got to the point to where something happens to Sid. Um, we'll just say that. And yeah, wait, wait, wait. it's fine. It's fine. Spoiler warning in three, two, one. What happened? They killed my boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. They killed my boy. <laughs> um, I mean, you get his power. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't want his power. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, I definitely like teared up when it happened. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, we're supposed to get those powers eventually. Yeah, I went to bed like afterwards. I was just like, <laughs> I did play a little bit more. I played up to I did one side quest after you get the new hideaway and uh, mm -hmm. played up to where you're rescuing Martha again. So I'm okay. literally I'm like right, I'm right where you leave Jill behind mm -hmm. to clean up that abbey. That's where okay. I stopped. So that's where I'm at. Um, have Have you tried the busted combo yet? What's the busted combo? So you use Ranma's lightning rod. 
Okay. Which is just like, it makes a little orb floating in the air. And what happens is that every time you strike it, it shoots out like a giant electricity orb and it like shocks everyone in the area and it actually like stuns them, especially low level ones. Mm-hmm. But if you combine that with the Ifrit's like Will of Wisp move. Okay. Those Will of Wisps hit it constantly. <laughs> no, I and haven't so tried like, that yet. Yeah, so it like it kind of breaks the game a little bit. The cool thing I did realize, and the game doesn't really tell you unless it does, and I just didn't read it. Um, say you're fighting a guy, you put down the lightning rod, but then he like runs away. You can run after him, hit the lightning rod again, even if the chart like the the cooldown's done or not done, and you can move the lightning rod to you. Nice, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to mess with that. Wow, you're giving me ideas. Um. Oh, yeah, I don't got too much more to say about that. I got another new sword. I feel like they're just throwing swords at you way too fucking much in that game, if I'm being honest. Oh, it slows down. Like, like a lot. I really liked how my last sword looked, and now I have a different one just because it's stronger, and I don't like it. It was blade. Daddy's sword, wasn't it? Uh, I had the flame tongue, the one after that. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the black yeah. one that was red. Um, And mm-hmm. then now I upgraded to the one, like, after that. Um, the, it's okay. the first one, first one you can make in the, in the new hideaway um, mm-hmm. as Sid, because now Clyde is Sid. <laughs> or Clive. Wow, I said Clyde. Uh, thinking of, uh, <laughs> thinking of my, my best friend's son. Um, But, yeah, um, still really enjoying it. Still going to play more of it. Um. You know me when with Final Fantasy. I'm gonna I got until the end of this month to get through it because like I said, armored core. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah I gotta I gotta, I, gotta I, I think to to any of my viewers, I think I'm gonna just finish this off stream. Oh yeah. I might still occasionally play it on stream, like if I'm feeling like I get to stream day and I'm just like, I need to play more sixteen. Um right. But yeah, I've been playing that off stream and uh I now I'm really glad that I finished season uh because mm-hmm. now it just kind of clears the way to just me, for me to focus on that. Um but I haven't just been focusing on that. You know, I'm all about playing new games here. Got to got to keep up playing the newest of the new. So I figured I would go ahead and boot up 2001's Harvest Moon Save the Homeland. Um <laughs> uh so Harvest Moon, I'm sure everybody knows Harvest Moon by now. Um, you know, mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. classic farming sim in the in the vein of a kind of like your Stardew Valley before Stardew Valley. Um mm-hmm. this one was the first 3D one. Um, and I don't like the 3D Harvest Moons except this one. Um, this is the only one that I liked. It was the first one to hit uh it was the first Harvest Moon game on PlayStation 2. Um mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it was just like because it was like one of my early PS2 games that I had, because my sister was a huge Harvest Moon fan. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it was it was Harvest Moon and Mobile Suit Gundam Zeonic Front. Because man, there was a <laughs> lot of good Gundam games on the PlayStation Two. Um, that was like a tactics, like yeah, it was not really. It was you okay? Side tangent for a uh, Gundam Zeonic Front. You had like a team of Zaku's, and you led mm-hmm. one. It reminded me of like the Ooh. old like the really old rainbow six games on like the playstation one that you had like the three operatives that you'd have to move them around in different places so you had like these different teams and then you would always play like the squad leader um Mm. and instead of moving all fast like they moved all chunky and stuff like a little bit more realistic about how like early model early model zakus would run and it takes place from before the gundam was invented 
to Ooh. like the Gundam is not invented until about mid to this like midway to like three quarters of the game. So okay. it doesn't matter. The the Zakus don't need to be super fast and stuff because they're just shooting out tanks and like jets out of the sky and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh but that game was fun. Anyway though, back to Harvest Moon. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvest Moon. It uh it was the first time that instead of having that top down perspective, it had the more like, you know, 3D perspective, cell shaded anime looking. Um I've been playing a lot of that. My sister loves that game. Um as I said, uh, we played a lot of it. Uh, it had a lot of like the relationship building. The map was really good in it. It had really good looking water in it for the time, which I'm a sucker for good looking water. Um, mm. And yeah, I don't have really much more to say about that. I might stream it um, because it's just a chill, nice game. The music's good. Uh, I really like it. Um, and it's Harvest Moon. I, I mean, how can, how can you not like Harvest Moon? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, ho- hopefully, like. At one, I think it's super cool that we have finally brought something else to the table besides just Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm looking this up right now because I've never actually been a Harvest Moon person. Um, and I've never actually been introduced to the series, but it does look really cool. It's cute. That was like the best way I can say yeah. it. Like, looks, like uh, go back and look at like the original Harvest Moon and you can see where it started okay. and then look at like Save the Homeland for the first time going from that top down traditional like Stardew Valley perspective to like this was like mind blowing at the time. Oh. Um unfortunately they didn't really like after Save the Homeland it kind of went down for a little bit and then they went back to their old perspective um of the top down. But this is like the one um one of our friends at work, Jen, we were talking about it. Um mm-hmm. that they didn't like the the 3D harvest moons either. And I was like Yep, I agree with you, except for this one. This is the only one that, like, I'll make the exception to the rule. Um, But, yeah. And then I got one more game that we're going to touch on, but we're going to bring that in to when we cover the news. So why don't we get into that? Okay. And we're going to start with uh, console news. Um, this one mm-hmm. comes from IGN, but then kind of blew up everywhere. Um, Nintendo reportedly plans to release the next-gen console during the second half of 2024, um, which everyone kind of assumes will be the next Switch, whether they call that the Switch 2, the Super Switch, the Super Super Nintendo Switch, who knows. Um, a few details on it. Um, it is going to have an LCD screen instead of an OLED screen just to keep costs down. Um, which mm-hmm. is a little bit of a bummer, but I also get that if they're trying to like beef this thing up. Uh, right. Uh, they're not saying if it's going to be backwards compatible yet or not. I would hope so. Um, yeah, and, I got a buddy at, at work who is very, very cautious about that. And the other thing that I saw, which is kind of, it's going to be about as powerful as a PS4 which okay we're kind of already at that now um Mm -hmm. with the regular switch so that's got kind of got me worried um and then the other thing i was thinking is like is it gonna have like a hardware gimmick um like like Mm. um the big thing this last time around was hd rumble um in the joy cons that was their big gimmick um the gimmick that i would like to see because i'm a power whore is when I put it in the dock, put like an extra beefy something in the um 
in the dock itself in the dock like so we can okay. give it a performance boost okay i guess this article says it's going to be closer to like a playstation 4 pro um which is not, bad. not too terrible especially if you're gonna have, make it a hybrid system again um mm-hmm. uh i don't know though what do you think of you know 2024 it's it's about seven years and on average that's about the lifespan of a console generation so i think mm-hmm. it's about time what do you think uh, i think between the two consoles that are currently being and we'll get to the next one in a bit but like between the two that is probably the one i think is the most deserving of this spot uh of being released um i don't know something's not really like nothing's really standing out to me just yet that is saying or telling me to buy it um the other thing that i was thinking about and i was hearing other places too they were bringing up good points was uh we launched with breath of the wild um mm-hmm. the switch that's obviously not going to happen with this new console um yeah. with tears of the kingdom just coming out we have mario rpg and mario wonder coming at the end of this year do we mm-hmm. get an actual odyssey follow-up like a, a 3d a proper 3d mario um do we get another mario kart as a launch title like i was just trying to think of what do we launch around this uh what, what's the big what's the thinking. big thing that they launch here's what i'm thinking we i say we but i mean nintendo has always launched their consoles with like a mario or a zelda right right i think they're going to change it up either metroid 4 finally but that's still that's, rumored to come to Switch. Well, they could do what they did with Breath of the Wild, though. They had a Wii like version. And, Breath of the Wild, yeah, because yeah. they did the same with Twilight Princess as well. Right, so I guess I, I could see that now. Yeah, that or... um, Because there's always a chance a Pokemon Black 2Y2 remake. Okay. Or, like, a Legends Arceus version of Black 2Y2. Okay, I could... Maybe that then, because the one thing I was going to say about Metroid is they always like to have a heavy hitter, and Metroid is a is a hitter, but it's not it's as heavy. heavy. It's not as heavy. I would argue that it's heavy, but it's not as heavy as you would say a Mario or a Zelda. Um, right, and and see, they always put Pokemon games in the middle of a console's lifespan because once those consoles started dying off in purchases when the Pokemon game came out it like exploded like the console just launched again right so um and then like I said it's been we didn't even get a new Mario Kart this generation we just got a, an updated version of Mario Kart 8 there's still rumors I'm still hearing like very deep rumors from insiders saying that there is a Mario Kart in the works Right. And they're wrapping up their DLC here. Um, they're mm-hmm. they're getting ready to like release their last bit of content. So I could see, you know, Mario Kart might be might. big enough to be the one that could. Um and then like if we remember Odyssey didn't come out right away, but it was like within the same year. Like I think wasn't like, wasn't Mario Kart eight bundled with the Switch when yeah, it first launched? There was a bundle with it. Yeah, there's a bundle with that, yeah. and there's a bundle with Breath of the Wild too. Um but uh i think even if we didn't get a mario right at launch within the Mm -hmm. launch launch window because like i said i think the switch came out like that spring and then odyssey was out before christmas so that same year 
Was it Christmas? I thought it was just a few months afterwards. It was. I know it was out before Christmas. I didn't. I don't know exactly if it was like November, October, November, but I feel like it was out in time to hit that Christmas window. Um, so um, I could see that. Oh wow! It was released in October of that year. That yeah. is way later than I thought it was. Yeah. And the other thing that makes me think that we could be getting like a full fledged 3D Mario game. No disrespect to Mario Wonder. Because I'm sure that game's gonna be amazing and stuff, but like, mm-hmm. I don't view that as like the follow up to Odyssey or 64 no, or Galaxy. It's a follow up to New Super Mario Bros. Right. Um, yeah. If you played Super Mario 3D World, the remake that they made on the Switch, they have that mm-hmm. other game, Bowser's Fury, that's more of like a tech demo almost. Um, okay. And it's, uh, it's like an open world Mario game. Um, the way that it was the way that at least from what i played with it that's what i gathered from it is it plays a lot like an open world mario game um and it's super short uh it was just kind of bundled in with 3d with 3d world um and i thought it was a dlc for it no no it was bundled with it um oh yeah so that makes me think that they were testing the waters a little bit interesting and a lot of people liked it. Uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, wow, this is killer. If they could like flesh this out, this could be a full-fledged game. Um, so I could see them possibly, you know, within the launch or launch window coming out with a new Mario. Um, Here, here's what I want, right? So this is cool. I like it. Um, and this might just be uh, the degenerate side of me, but I want them to bring back Peach's crown, but make it to where everyone turns into a version of Peach of like their character. So we can get we can get Bowser or not Bowser. Is it Bowser? Peach Bowser? What is it called again? Girl Bowser. Girl Bowser. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. I think it's Bowser. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, the the other part of me would really like an F-Zero instead of a Mario Kart. Um, cause God, we haven't seen F zero in forever. Um, and maybe even a star Fox, although, you know, I think star Fox is dead as much as I like star Fox. Um, star Fox was kind of, what, what was that? Like kind of amiibo game that dealt with, uh, spaceships that they released back on like the Wii U was Star like Starlink or something. Yeah. It was yeah. done by Ubisoft by Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of like, uh, unfortunately that felt like kind of a send off. Yeah. Very poor send off. Yeah. Although I will say that Star Fox hasn't been good since Star Fox 64. Um, so it's been a long time since we've had a good Star Fox game. Um, yeah. But, you know, I can dream, you know. Uh, make a new Gradius sequel. Um, start bringing back old ass. You want a Gradius sequel? Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck you'd do with that. Uh, and, like, <laughs> but I really like Gradius. Me and my mom argue about it all the time when we talk about different Space Invader-like and Galaga-like games. Like, she's mm-hmm. all about, what is it? She likes Mooncrusta tempest Mm -hmm. and if she's in the chat she'll say the other one i don't know why the other one's escaping me right now but i'm always like gradius give me gradius or galaga i do like galaga give me Um, give me old school galaga yeah actually that's it for me i actually made that my senior year on a programming class i remade galaga that's it plays awesome it played more like space invaders because i was making it in visual basic so i couldn't really get the perfect like looking Mm. Like I couldn't get him to move that right, so it was kind of a cross between Galaga <laughs> and Space Invaders, but you know, whatever. 
Um, next story comes from Game Rant, but has been kind of all over and does not make me or a lot of people I know happy. Um, we've been t- kind of hinting at it for a while, but uh, and, it, and it's still technically a rumor, but the PS5 Pro console has leaked. Um, and uh, rumor has it that it's been in development since 2022 and dev kits are going out in late 2023 with a possible release date of November of 2024. Um, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Yeah. Kind of like I said with the Nintendo console where it was deserving of that release. Um, I don't think PS a PS5 pro is, I think it's too soon. Yeah. Uh, I, Mm, I just, yeah. I also think it's too soon. I also think it doesn't yeah, warrant it. it doesn't, for a second. It doesn't feel good. Like it, like like I said, like on other episodes, like the PS4 Pro made sense because 4K TVs were heavily adopted. I don't right. see 8K TVs getting that same quick adoption. Uh, um, like unless there's something that we don't know, and there's going to be a massive push for for 8K next year. Maybe. Um. And the fact that, I mean, the reason why they haven't said anything about it is because I think that they don't want to say anything before this holiday because they want to sell what they currently have. Um, Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're not going to say anything quite yet. Um, But Well, there's even, like, just from, like, the retail side, just talking with customers and stuff, there's already like I'm hearing rumblings from people who are looking at them being like, I don't know if I want to get this now or just wait. I would say wait, honestly, because I mean, this is probably a surefire thing going to happen. Uh, if it's mm-hmm. leaking this much, as much if his leaks are literally saying as much as dev kits are going out at the end of this year, um, it's going to be like an Spider Man. It's going to be an expensive 2024. Um, <laughs> Cause like I would told now I'm like I was like oh yeah I'll get another next switch but because I hey, play uh, my PlayStation more I'm like damn it R- Raid Shadow Legends uh, Raycons uh, Better Health uh, Gamer Subs we would like the sponsorship so we can get these consoles <laughs> Gatorade I'm drinking Gatorade today. Um, <laughs> um but yeah it's because like and the thing that worries me and I think I've said this before is that. Once the PS4 Pro came out, it went it was out for about six months, and then base PlayStation 4 could not run. I mean, it could run technically those games, run but poorly, ran like garbage. I remember Brandon yeah. saying last week. I don't know if he said it on the pod or during the pod or before that. Like Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, he was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, broke his base PS4. Like literally <laughs> bricked it. Because it couldn't run it. Um, I And that's why I'd say I'm the idiot saying, oh, I'll probably get it. Because I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want like, right. to go play like the next Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts 4, if it comes out <laughs> this generation, and have it run like absolute garbage on my base PS5. And now it's got me thinking, like, now I got to make a decision. Do I go the next Switch? Or do I go the next oh, PlayStation? Because you made I can't a very do good point I wasn't thinking about. Like, that, that kind of gets me a little nervous, especially because I like to revisit a lot of games, too. And and I love my Switch. 
I, I really do. But looking, taking stock of what I do, I play my PS5 more. So yeah. that makes me lean that direction. And then now I'm like, in my head, I'm like, so if I buy the PS4 5 Pro at launch, then trade in my PS5 to, to put money down towards the new Switch. And it's just, it's, yeah. And then I got all this extra audiophile gear that I want to sell, but like that shit's hard to sell because nobody else I know has broken their ears yet. Um, <laughs> they're like, oh, you also have all that audiophile stuff you want to get to. No, no, I'm good. I promise. Don't I'm, don't lie to me. I'm good don't unless lie these to me. unless these break or my amp breaks. I'm good. Uh, okay. Well, actually, if somebody want if if somebody sent me a pair of Focal Clears, that would be fucking amazing. But those are like nine hundred dollars on sale. Come get your husband. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about eargasms again. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, that's the thing. It's like I just. Ah, I it's too soon. It still feels too mm. soon because and technically if you do the math, it was four years between the PlayStation 4 and the PS4 Pro. At twenty twenty four, it will put us at four years. But it doesn't feel like that because this console generation has been so slow. But yeah. Okay, so we'll take your, your argument being like, oh, it was four years between base PS4 and yeah. But when PS4 launched, everyone was able to get it. Right. Yeah. Like, it's been four years since the PS5 launched, but I'm just now this year seeing a, a constant stock of PS5 being set, sitting in stores. Right. I had, like, to get mine, I had to watch, like, three or four different Twitter accounts. I had, like, tons of different alerts on my phones ready to go, and I had to wake up at, Dude. like... But early in the morning to catch a, a early target launch on their website so I could get mine. So I got mine. I didn't pre-order it, but then I ended up getting enough Christmas cash that same year that it launched. So I was mm -hmm. trying to buy it the the like right after Christmas, the year it launched. Okay. Ooh. I had one in my cart three times at Best Buy. I got charged for one from Target and then refunded. And then, you know, mm. this is what I get for talking shit about Amazon. I ended up getting one off Amazon. Um, that was where <laughs> I ended up scoring. That was where I ended up scoring it from. It was when I I don't know if I should say this on the podcast because well, no, who cares? Um, I it was when we were still working from home. Okay. And you've seen how my desk is set up. I had an yeah. old second laptop set up next to me while I was Ooh. working, refreshing. Like, oh, I had like I had my cell phone here. I had my iPad here, yeah. I had my computer up here. Yeah. And I had on my TV, I had someone who was live streaming it because Target had this thing back then that if you refresh their website too many times, you were soft locked out of the launch and yeah. you wouldn't be able to grab it. Uh -huh. And I so had... he was doing the refreshing for me. So when it launched, I just had to hit refresh and get it. I had it on my phone and then like. On my old laptop, I had, this is when Internet Explorer was still available. I had Internet Explorer mm -hmm. open, an Edge tab open, a Chrome tab open, <laughs> downloaded Firefox just for it, and had a Firefox tab open. Jesus. And I, I don't even remember which one I scored it on, but I remember I was just, like, clicking on all of them, and then I, I would just go to the one that was, like, letting me fill it out the fastest. Um, it was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And, and, yeah, they're just now catching. It just, it don't feel, it doesn't feel good. Like, it, it. No. 
and I feel like I don't I'm, even know if like the the shortcomings have been like solved from the PS5 either. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a powerhouse of a system, but the one complaint I'm hearing the most is like the liquid the the liquid metal cooling is if you put it up on its end and have it sitting straight up straight up the liquid metal cooling gets leaked into your console yep and mine's standing up uh i haven't had any problems with it yet but uh that terrifies me um you so. did not know about that no i know about it but i oh, don't okay, have i don't okay, have a okay. choice i have no room to put it anywhere laying down True. so yeah I, bought a, I, I put a brand new shelf over here just so i can put it on the top yeah like uh the P- uh, and that's another thing. I hate how fucking obnoxiously large this console is. It's I could- too, like, that's the thing. If they come out with a, por- a pro, make it smaller. Yeah. Make it condensed, please. Yeah, there's actually a, I'll link you to these uh, face plates. Uh, they're not official mm-hmm. PlayStation face plates. They're from this company called Dbrand. Um, mm-hmm. And it actually makes the console smaller. It like oh, those, nice. those fins that like hang off the side or whatever. It yeah. shortens those to like the size of the actual middle part. Um and like makes There's, it more uniform. Um speaking about base plates, and I has think, a big cooler on the side too. Like cooling. I think there's one I found that did something similar, but it, it took it back to the nineties where we got those like see-through like consoles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they, they had four colors. They had the atomic purple. They had like the the vibrant orange. They had the the blue and then they had the green. And I kind of want to pick one up just so I could have another see-through console in my that life. That would be now you're gonna have to send me those and I'll send you the other ones and we'll compare. On it. <laughs> On it. Um <laughs> and and yeah, I just it it's still too soon though. Like like I said, I Unless my liquid cooler does that to my PlayStation Five, please don't, please don't. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to be able to fit Actually, it in this did, cubby on my desk. The company that you said, did you call it D Brand? Yeah, it's the same brand. Oh well, that, I didn't know they're doing see-through ones now. Yeah, that's that's they're, rad. They're sixty-nine dollars a color, but I mean, it's worth it for atomic purple. Yeah, yeah, you know how I feel about purple, so uh, yeah, yeah, atomic purple. Um. Uh, next story, kind of rolling in with the story, Sony news, uh, and this comes from GameSpot. Um, they uh, an upcoming PS5 uh firmware update is uh going to be uh introducing Dolby Atmos uh alongside a bunch of accessibility options and including the option which, as a father who sometimes has a sleeping child right here in this playpen, um, mm-hmm. you can shut the beeps off. It'll just turn on, um, <laughs> which I know that doesn't sound like a big deal. And actually, but the GameSpot article that I'm reading says PS5 update is finally letting you turn off that beep. That is literally the name of name I of like it. that. So uh, I kind of like that. Um, that's just kind of a small story, but it said it's going to, you know, obviously add in like the ability to like hook up sound bars and home theater systems and get better as far as that. Um, mm. They're also going to allow you to... Um, instead of using the second controller um, mm-hmm. as a guest, it says you can now assign that as like an assist controller. So two can, so you can use two controllers to operate console as if you were using a single controller. So like, if like Violet was playing a game with me, I could kind of like give her the assist controller if she was having a hard time, mm. but then I could take the lead controller, uh, kind of having, um, like helpful stuff like that. Uh, they're going to add some ha- more haptic features. Um, they're going to update the party UI. Uh, 
They're going to update the share screen preview. Um, they're going to add a Game Hubs tournament style. A um, bunch of other little stuff. Um, but yeah, just kind of threw that in there. Be just saying, hey, there's a there's a little bit of an update coming that they're working on. Um, okay. And then the next PlayStation story, the last one that we have, um, Sony has sold 40 million PS5s despite the mm -hmm. supply chain issue. Um, That's crazy. That is crazy to think about. Um, and, you know, you think about it, uh, it shipped in March of 2023 uh, 6.3 mm -hmm. million units. And at the same time mm -hmm. last year, it only shipped 2 million. So Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it crossed 10 million units as of July of 2021. Um, and uh, I could definitely, the the most selling console of all time is the PlayStation 2. And mm -hmm. we see it passing it. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. I don't want to call it yet. But with the numbers that it's putting up, it's already getting to the point where it's close to outselling the PS4 at its current pace. So I think... 155 million? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. I I kind of go back and forth. I guess if they keep up the current pace, yes. And if they end up launching a pro uh to boost sales, I could see that too. Um but yeah. I mean four million that's or forty million, that's ridiculous. Um Yeah, they're not I, far off, but I I say I, I will say they might break the top five and might unseat the Game Boy Game Boy Color at one hundred and eighteen point sixty nine million, but I don't see, I don't see them surpa uh, passing their own record. Uh, and it looks like now this is an older article um, from last May or from May mm -hmm. of twenty twenty three. Um, and this is when the PlayStation has sold thirty five point nine four million units. Uh, the Xbox Series X and S is at about 21 at the time. Um, yeah. Oh, and that was the other thing I wanted to bring up during the Pro discussion, but we can kind of roll it in here. Do you think that uh, the PS5 coming out with the PS5 Pro is trying to force Microsoft's hands? Because Microsoft was saying a while ago that, oh, we're not going to do a half-step console this generation. But if Sony uh, does... If it wasn't for the giant legal battles... I probably would have said no. Yeah. But because of the legal battles, I 100% say yes. Yeah. And, and especially if, like, now Sony, if they're for sure more than likely doing a pro, mm -hmm. and it's going to definitely outclass the Series X at that point. I mean, Series X has to put out some serious, like, first-person title or first-party titles to even yeah. get close to the... No to the yeah. And on paper, the Series X is more powerful than the PS5. So yeah, I guess you could see it an instance where maybe Xbox thinks like, well, we're already powerful enough. We don't need to do, do a half-step console. But True. if Sony... I mean, they also one, have the storage space over PS5 as well. Right. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. But yeah, 40 million consoles, that's pretty damn good in four-ish years um, since launch. Even with the supply chain issues, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, next story comes from Kotaku, uh, and we'll kind of both tag team this one because you saw part of it. Um, yeah. Uh, Hasbro wants old Transformers games to return, but Activision lost them. 
Um, mm. So when I first heard this story, uh, those old Transformers games, the good ones that were like back on the Xbox 360 War and for PS3. Cybertron and stuff like that. Yep, War for Cybertron, yeah. Fall of Cybertron. Um, mm-hmm. I think Rise of Dark Spark was one too. I um, think so. Uh, but apparently Activision, like, according to them, Activision was like, we don't know where the hard drives for that are. <laughs> um, and yeah, now like they're like, uh, I don't know if that will happen. Um, but what was your kind of ad in here where you said, and then Hasbro lied? Yeah. yeah. So what I found out is that Hasbro lied. Um, they weren't being 100% truthful. Um, basically, they just were claiming that uh, jump the gun. They were not telling the truth about not having the um, the the source code for it, and it was done in error. Okay. So, yeah. So Activision still has the source codes for the game, um, but now with this whole like kind of lying on behalf of another company i don't see them being released now unless yeah. some kind some type of concessions are made activision is so focused on the call of duty machine at this point like mm-hmm. i just i'd love to see it but i don't i don't see it <laughs> no um I'd, I'd like a good transformers game again I would like you know, listen okay i those ones are fine i uh, they're more than fine. They're great. But I want a new one. Yeah. I want a new, like, give me a new Transformers game. But, like, I, I don't even know what to compare it to. Armored Core DLC. Transformers. Jesus skins. Christ. If they do, I will, uh, I will. I will wear a tutu to the 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 podcast the day after that's confirmed i i mean i would personally like gundam skins but i mean that's my pie in the sky dream um i've always been a bigger gundam fan than transformers but transformers would still be cool i will take gurren magan because it just celebrated its anniversary that would be awesome too Um, yeah and there it goes we made it halfway through the episode before it did it uh i'll read this story before i mess with this um you're good Next story uh, is uh, Remnant 2 might have a hidden class um, or does oh, have a hidden does. class. Uh, according to Kotaku, a hit Steam game has a secret only data miners can discover. Um, yeah. Scroll down. Uh, oh, you can go ahead. Oh, I was just going to take it from you just so you could like mess with your, your cam. Appreciate uh, it. Because I actually, uh, yeah, no problem. Because I actually looked this up because I have a friend who is heavy into remnant 2 right now uh he actually did not message me at all yesterday because he just was playing all damn day but it's called the archon archetype and what they what the developers did was that they knew data miners uh would of course do their namesake they would data mine and so they put a hidden archetype that was hidden inside the like the instructions to get it were hidden inside the code um and it was like of course data miners eventually found it and it's a bunch of like obnoxious like minuscule tasks to get an archetype called archon that uh some people i'm seeing are saying it's the greatest archetype in the game nice yeah i, yeah. I heard that too like I, I just think it's so funny that like they're like all right you're gonna be like data hacking this game anyway and data mining it like all these souls like give you something they do it. every souls like game i swear people try to break them 
um <laughs> and and the fact that they're like all right we're gonna prepare for this and throw a class in there that that's just hilarious i find that so the, funny the craziest thing is like you brought up souls and like people trying to break him data mining in the pokemon pokemon community is fucking obnoxious <laughs> like as soon as Scarlet and Violet came out, people data mined it and found access to Pokemon models that are not in the game for previous Pokemon that are not accessible yet. And so people were hacking them into the game. Um, and even now, like when they just put out the recent update with um, Pokemon Home, there was a, a model that was just like, it was a Pokemon egg, but it had Spite Ops, the new like, route one spider pokemon it has like some like weird form that's like hitting in hidden in the pokemon home uh data oh wow yeah and but nothing's been said or revealed so remains to be seen if it's true or not right um yeah that's just funny though that they like saw this coming so we're like all right we'll throw something in there for you Yeah, yeah it's actually like honestly people should do it more yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Next story comes from Video Games Chronicle. Um, and we kind of talked about this last week about how well it was doing in the UK. Um, Pikmin, Pikmin 4's first week sales in Japan were more than the all three previous games combined. Um, That's obnoxious. Uh, Famitsu has published physical game sales. And now Switch usually just does physical game sales. They don't count digital. Um, the week ending in July 23rd, uh, Pikmin 4 is at number one in Japan with 480 or 401,853 copies sold. Uh, by comparison, the first Pikmin sold about 100, uh, 101, 299 in the first week. Two sold 161, 930. And three sold only 92,720. So it's like blown, it's blown past those. And I also saw when I was looking at this article, it is actually outsold Final Fantasy 16 in Japan within its first week. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy 16 has been doing a lot better over here, probably because of the mm -hmm. Game of Thrones treatment. Um, yeah. Um, it's a little bit more popular over here in the West than it is in Japan. So that doesn't surprise mm -hmm. me too. It doesn't surprise me a lot, but at the same time, it's like, wow, that's it's putting up numbers. Um, that's crazy. And best-selling like the fact that the last three games you add all those totals up and it still doesn't come to that total like in the yeah. first week like that's that's really good um i mean i've also heard the game is phenomenal i'm yeah. not a huge pikmin person so i wasn't planning on picking it up but like i know our our mutual at work is a huge fan of it and he's loving it yeah uh yeah. i've heard nothing but good things about it i've heard even people mm -hmm. who are longtime fans of the series have said that they've just made like good quality of life improvements to the controls and, and things that just make it easier to play um one mm -hmm. of the podcasts that i listened to said that he was not a fan of the first three at all and absolutely he literally went to twitter and was like if you would have told me last year that i was going to spend 75 hours in pikmin 4 i would have said no you're on drugs but he That's literally awesome. like 100 percented the game like he he ended up loving it um that's so cool uh next story is from my nintendo news but it was kind of all over the place um uh metroid dread has uh shipped over or sold over three million copies so far um which is pretty good for a metroid game um mm -hmm. it means really good news for mercury steam who's the spanish developer behind it uh that was the kind of like 
the first time that or one of the first times that Nintendo has collaborated on a Metroid game with somebody else other than making one in-house. So Mm -hmm. that's really cool to see. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to be helping on uh, Metroid 4 at all. Um, but I would like to see, I would like to see a follow up to Metroid Dread because Metroid Dread was really good. Um, oh yeah, no, I loved it. Um, I had a blast with the game. And one of the quotes from uh, the CEO Enric Alvarez—I probably butchered <laughs> that first name. Um, I don't think development was chaotic. Chaotic development doesn't end with one of the best games in the franchise. It doesn't end with uh, a game that has sold over three and a bit, a three and a bit more million copies. It doesn't end with a game. That is one uh, game awards. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. And that was when he was getting criticized for uh, it having rocky development. I don't know if I buy that too much. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 sold like gangbusters, and we know that that had a rocky development. Um, yeah. You, we could go down the list, but I mean, good on them that they were able to, like, you know, take this game and, like, sell that many copies, it seems. Yeah. Um. And then next one you might have a little bit to say here. Uh, I don't. I didn't know about this, and now I'm excited. Yeah, The Verge picked this up. Um, Sakurai uh, kind of discussed a little bit of, like, the future of Smash here. Um, and his quote says, um, he can't really imagine Smash Bro- a Smash Bros. title without him. And if you don't know, he's kind of, like, mm. semi-retired now. Like, he he literally came back to make the last Smash, and his health has kind of been declining like to the point to where there was things like saying like he was hooked up to an IV bag while working on this game. Oh, he, I remember watching or reading stuff about it that like, this was his life. Like 24 hours a day was smash ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. He, he it's, and, and that's the other thing too, is like you named it smash ultimate. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna name the next one? Smash Mega Ultimate? Like I see that that's the thing. I remember watching a video shortly after I think it was when Sora was finally out. Um he had said that this is it. This is the Smash Bros. Ultimate. There could be other iterations in the future, but he said probably not to this magnitude, and we probably won't have this many characters ever again. Yeah. Re I think it would be time for like a reboot. Like, I can see that. Hey, Final Corgi, what is up? Um, What up, man? The other thing that I saw that would be funny, and this was me kind of uh, bringing up, like, sticks and stones a little bit. Let me throw a little dig at Smash Brothers. They could make an actual fighting game. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It is a fighting game. It's not, but it's it it's a, not it is a, a side school. It is a platform whoa, 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 whoa. fighter. It is a platform fighter. That's what you it is. are grasping at straws. I'm here, not man. grasping at straws. You That's are, exactly what are, it is. You are you are splitting hairs. I'm not splitting hairs. It That's is exactly a what it is. fighter, but it is a platform fighter. It is not like a it's not a fighting combat game. Exactly, fight. it's not a fighting game. But it's a plat- but it's a platform. <laughs> Platform fight. Oh my god, you're gonna get me so mad yep. right now. I knew this was gonna do it. I knew this Pla- was gonna do it. It's a fighting platform fighter has the word fighter in it. So it's yeah. a fighting game. No, no, it's not. Son of a bitch, Chase. Oh my god. No, it's not. It has entirely different mechanics from a fighting game. You're lucky you're on fucking vacation <laughs> this week. <laughs> 
You're so fucking lucky. I don't even care. Oh my god, I don't even care. They have Ryu in there. They have I can't remember okay. his name because I'm so angry right so now. So they, they have fighting game no, characters no, no. in it. <laughs> you didn't even let me fucking go ahead, go ahead, finish go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so they have him, and then well, of course they have Ken, and then they also have um the dude from Tekken, but they had their play style. Uh do they have help bars? Were there KOs? I mean, you could you could put stamina on there that's a stamina is a game mode yeah it's a game mode so they have a fighting game mode within smash bros and i don't and i'm not saying this as a hater i like smash bros because because this because like stock is a game mode and time is a game just because like professional like professional fighting tournaments only play on was it three stock doesn't mean that that is the one and only game mode that is recognized by smash bros it's the only one They're i recognize okay well then that's your own fucking no, problem I <laughs> no i just kind of want to say that in final core you that why would you say something so controversial because uh, i'm known for pressure up because i'm known for that that well i wouldn't be i'm me. about to walk out of this room <laughs> Um, and wouldn't it be funny if my camera shut down right now? Uh, oh, I wish, I wish, because last week it happened again, and it was so fucking funny. Oh, but Brandon was wrong on that. See, I can, I can actually take your argument, and be like, okay, this is just me splitting hairs. It really was, but no, yeah. I will stay. I will die on the hill that Super Mario Two is better than Three. Just saying. Um, Ooh, die. Gorgy called you out. If you're not good at Smash, you could just say that. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, Final Corgi, I'm on your side because I played against him and I I need to dial it back a little bit. Yeah, you did because I don't play it anymore. Yeah. But if we were playing Melee, if we were playing Melee, I would wreck you. Just saying. Splitting hairs. Splitting hairs. Wreck you. I'd pull out Give Falco. Give me from done. you two any day in there. I'd pull out Falco and destroy you in Melee. That's, <sighs> that's all I'd have to do. You think it's some Evo player over here playing Falco? Um, why wouldn't I play the best character? I mean, <laughs> I want to win, not lose. Uh, um. Okay. Well, moving on. Moving on. Um. And uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but I have a little bit more. Uh, tiny bit more. Um. The Final Fantasy fourteen expansion was officially announced. Uh, in called Dawn Trail. Um, and from what I have read up about it, it is kind of like a new, completely new story because. The last few expansions and everything were kind of like all leading to this one big moment and kind of like the, what um, Yoshi P has said that like basically the last expansion kind of wrapped up the big story. Um, black box single smash stream head to head. If it's melee, sure. Um, <laughs> we're playing them all. Okay, fine. Uh, but, uh, the one thing that got put out with this, other than like the fact that this is kind of be a new direction, a new, not necessarily a reboot, but kind of like this arc is over. So now we're starting anew. Um, Mm -hmm. the other thing that they said that announced, and this was came, comes from game informer that, uh, final fantasy 14 is finally coming to Xbox. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be releasing next spring. Um, which is awesome. I, I still haven't, will probably never play that game because it's too fucking long. Uh, but good on them. Um, and it's I know, fun. and it's like cool. I said, the friend that got me the uh, the sign print from Kyle McCarley is they they love fourteen like I love near. So I know she will be. She's probably already excited. Um, 
Can we can we have her on when the new expansion comes out? So because I want to know more. I'm interested. I would I would like maybe I'll have to pick her brain about that when and see when when she gets gets her feet okay. in it and play it. That'd be cool. Um, Square Enix lost money this year, from my understanding, so it's not surprising that they're branching out. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then let's see. Uh, the next Sony Pokemon- purchase when. Yes, Sorry, uh, the next Pokemon Presents was announced for August 8th, which is in two days. Um, yeah, they're probably going to show up if I had to guess a bunch off of their expansions that are coming soon. Um, mm-hmm. They posted a teaser Friday morning. Uh, then people were thinking that maybe they could be working their show could show more off of that new Detective Pikachu game. Um, I don't know what do you as, as the resident Pokemon expert. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you what what do you think they could show do you think they'd show anything so, new or just a lot of just what we already expect i think we're gonna see a lot of um probably pokemon unite probably gonna put another playable character in there okay probably gonna get more the what's the what's the one mobile game pokemon uh, go champion oh different one I'm like pokemon go <laughs> No, not go. Well, we probably might get like maybe like a, an inkling of Pokemon Go, but the Masters—that's what it is. Okay, we'll probably yeah. get something on Pokemon Masters. Probably get some new characters in there. Um, again, like you said, we're probably going to get more details on the DLC. Probably an official release date because we don't even have one. Right. Um, and I mean, I have my speculations and my hopefuls. I saw some people saying that there might be something to do with Mewtwo in this. Ooh, I love Only Mewtwo. Be, and, but again, this is like pure speculation. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I am very doubtful of it. The only, Me too. Like, the only cause to claim is the fact that they used the purple neon in like the teaser for the present. And the last time they did that was when they teased something with to do with Mewtwo. That's true. Yeah, I I don't really expect too much out of this. I'll probably still pay attention, try to pay attention to it. I'm trying to pay more attention to the Pokemon stuff now that I'm doing this podcast, but I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, I can, I, hey, I can take that over personally. Um, yeah, but I like to see it too. Um, True, but I'm thinking this is just going to be more of what we already know versus. Here, here's here's what I think. Okay, so obviously we're not going to get a Gen 10 announcement. That is no, definitely not. We are we are at least another year or two out from an announcement um, because I think I think the cycle is four years, That's three or four right. years between um, generations. But um, Final Core, you said the last track was so jam packed. I doubt we'll see another big release stream. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think the only reveal we might get in this is probably gen 5 remake or yeah. like a legends gen 5 style game i'd like that to see is the legends. only thing i can see being big about this um i thought i read somewhere that people were thinking that it might be a like a long one um but then again i don't see them announcing unless unless hopeful because honestly back to your shitty argument about good fighting games um I didn't Pokemon say tournament? I did not say that Smash Brothers was a bad game. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gaslighting you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um I do that every day. Pokemon Tournament was actually a really solid fighting game. It was. Pokemon Tournament was really good. Yeah. If they if they if they announced like a second one for that, that'd be dope. Uh I need me a remake of Gold and Silver Era. Yeah. See, that's the thing. 
that's the thing. A lot of people are saying that that's probably going to happen because Gen 9 is so focused on like Johto Pokemon and themes and even the DLC have are very reminiscent of like the Johto theme like the feudal Japan s part of it so I don't see like a remake of it some people are speculating like speculating a let's go like just starting out two names like let's go Meryl and Togepi dude I'd love um, that because I like the let's go games like I was nice yeah. to like play those they're in a, yeah. they're nice like sit back and relax kind of right. game yeah um some people are speculating that this might be the official announcement where we get the pokemon old school pokemon games on the virtual consoles because be cool. those have been kind of hinted Jeez. at for a yep. while now it was shown um, it was not hinted at it was shown kind of when they did that scroll of everything that was coming they showed yeah. they had those box arts on well it. they they showed pokemon blue ball they showed blue too. I saw blue. I did thought. they? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that we're probably gonna get that. I can see because what's on there like Pokemon. Like, is it? We're up to Game Boy Advance now, right? Yeah. On um, the Virtual Console, I can see up to Gen three being on there. Yeah, for sure. Which is the yeah. gen that I skipped, I think. You should revisit it if it, if it gets added. You I didn't need to mean. It. I didn't mean to. It just it just kind of shook out. Like I I played obviously blue was the one that I, I had mean, back in the day. Um, you are older so it's yeah. probably like there was that time frame where yeah i played yeah. blue uh my friend had okay. yellow um and i can only ever get one of those games uh and then me and my sister both got into pokemon but she wanted silver too so we both ended up with copies of silver instead of one of us having gold and one of us having silver so we had two copies of silver and then uh. two copies of crystal and then i stopped and then got back in on diamond then stopped okay. again then got back in on X and Y, then stopped again, then Dude. touched Sword and Shield, then stopped again, and then now I have Pokemon Violet. But like, so well, I so then you, you technically didn't stop. Yeah. So, yeah. but like Black and White, I never played. Uh, you, Ruby, yeah. Ruby, yeah. Sa Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald never played. Um, am I missing any? No, but, you're pretty close. Yep, well, so. X and Y. It sounds like you didn't touch X and no, Y. No, I did either. X. No, I, I did X and Y. Did you did you do Sun and Moon? Nope. Didn't do Sun and Moon. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I skipped. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't mean to skip them. It was just kind of like at the time I was busy playing other things. And, you know, I always say this all the time. Trailer Park Kid. I had to be picky and choosy with my money. So it was, right. you know, it was either A or B. And sometimes I would go B instead of Pokemon. So, well, if they announce the virtual consoles additions, I would strongly suggest taking a look at Gen 3 because Gen 3 is good. Uh, I I do kind of laugh slash kind of echo the sentiment of too much water from when uh, Oraz was released. Okay. Um, But it still has some of the greatest, like the probably the strongest starter trio out of all the generations is in gen three okay but gen three is not my favorite gen, uh, gen five is actually my favorite so okay. if we get a remake pushing you towards it okay i will definitely throw it on the pile of my backlog of games to play um which we means... can move some things around it's fine yeah yeah um <laughs> next few stores are kind of smaller but i found them a little interesting uh this one comes from video games chronicle uh we've been kind of talking about this theme of a lot of digital games getting digital only releases um, like a Dragon Gaiden looks like it's only going to be digital only in the West with a physical version going to be exclusive to Japan. Um, mm -hmm. I find that interesting because as far as I know, like a Dragon Ishin 
uh, did pretty good, and that had physical copies. Um, I had one. Um, uh, so I, I don't know. What do you think about this push? I mean, it's not the first one. Like Alan Wake Two, I guess is going to be digital only. Um, um, honestly, it it's worrisome, but at the same time, it's not. I don't mind it only because like it does cut down on like the whole materialistic part of it. Um, the only downside I see to it is that it's the whole Nintendo 3DS and Wii U argument. They made it solely digital and now it is in their hands if they want to allow you to play it ever again. Yeah. Um, I still buy physical a lot, but like if they could iron out all the, I iron out all the problems that I have with digital, I could, I could see Mm -hmm. myself fully switching to digital. Um, but that's a big issue. Um, just the download speeds on these consoles you can have the best internet ever and downloads still take forever on your console uh you yeah. can download a game faster on steam than you can on your consoles um they've you, gotten well, better but yeah i mean the ps5 is probably the fastest one fastest console when it comes to downloads i've ever owned personally yeah. but but i can i've still downloaded the same size game on a ps5 while doing it on steam and on steam it's just so much faster oh on a PC. yeah yeah that is in my pc yeah. i i use a laptop with a 3050 in it it's not mm-hmm. uh, it's not a crazy powerful laptop uh it, it it does enough for me to stream and play smaller games <laughs> like that mm-hmm. that's about it uh and it's still a lot faster um Next story comes from Kotaku, and I kind of brought this in because you played a lot of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like Star Wars Jedi Survivor is going to be coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Um, what do you think of that? Do you think that that's going to run well on those? Like, no. No. I mean, I know the last if one was anything, on that If anything, it's going to have Fortnite graphics. Um yikes it's yeah it, it's not gonna run at the at the state that it does now well even then final at launch Cor- it was having issues final corgi says PS- that sounds like a terrible idea agreed yeah um yeah, it says agreed. it's in early stages of development yeah it probably like, has to be PC, like how are we gonna get this running <laughs> i met even the pc version the pc port of jedi survivor was like plagued with issues when it first launched the pc the ps5 version was the only version to like if you wanted to play it, that was the best way to play it. I don't see it doing, especially because don't like, don't get me wrong. I owe a lot to like the Xbox one and PS4 era. It's dead. Yeah. 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 And especially now that we're starting to finally see, like we were talking about earlier, the consoles actually starting to be in stores, like Mm -hmm. more people are picking them up. Uh, Yeah. I was the first of my group of friends to get, a quote-unquote next-gen console this generation and now every mm-hmm. single one of them that i know has at least one if not yeah. if not both um i kind of agree with final corgi's sentiment that this is a cash grab oh, for the prior generation 100 100 they want to they want to increase those software sales even more um mm-hmm. so why not port it to another generation of consoles to another untapped market but it was doing well and there was even i'm, I'm gonna say this it's not gonna win i I have a feeling it, it could get nominated for game of the year. Um, all things considered, of course, that's if they have like a 10 game long sheet of like nominees, but uh, like. I could see this I also going to help fund their whatever they're working on next. Um, 
which I'm guessing would be the third one because they did say it was going to be a trilogy. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just can this move move the 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 um oh I totally just blanked on words. Um, move the resources to the new one. Don't yeah. push it back. It's yeah, fine. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see the point just, split, just you're like splitting wasted, the team it's wasted resources exactly yeah it's, yeah you could be devoting it to your next game or devoting it to titanfall four or three three four three yeah it would three. be three wouldn't it? i want another titanfall <laughs> play, um, play apex it's technically in the same universe i don't like apex <laughs> but apex is fun i don't play it a whole lot anymore, i don't like battle it royales it's, it's nothing against those that's fair. Like, they're not my they're not my jam um now the next two are kind of rumors. Um, I just need another Bioshock in my life. They released a, a, they released a System Shock remake this year, uh, which is mm-hmm. like what Bioshock was kind of inspired by. So, um, wasn't there hasn't there been talks for the last couple of years on a Bioshock Four? Yeah, I think so. And you know, I would like another Bioshock too because I didn't like the last one. All right, moving on. Moving Elder on. Scrolls Four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I just. I liked. I really liked two in Infinite. Two was so cool. I was. I just. I. I didn't really like Infinite as much as everybody else did. I didn't hate it, but it was just like. I guess I. Uh, I could blame the hype train. Like I was like I loved mm-hmm. one, loved two, and then when I got to Infinite, I was like, oh, it's 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 almost here, but it's just not quite doing it for me. Um, I get it. But yeah, rumor mill time. Uh, these next two. Uh, they both come from Game Ramp. Um, uh, the first one is that Elder Scrolls Four remake uh, is rumored to be in development. Um, the rumor suggests that the remake or remaster of Elder Scrolls Four will be maybe be in development, although De- Bethesda has not confirmed this and is focused on completing Starfield. Um, looks like a virtuous and in- international studio specializing in remakes is reported to be working on this updated version uh, of Oblivion Code named Alter. Uh, which may release in late 2024, early 2025. Um, what do you think about Elder Scrolls 4 getting a remake? Um, so I played Oblivion a little bit. I never actually, never actually like fully completed the game or did a deep dive. I know, uh, I know a lot of people are like who pick Oblivion over Skyrim. Um, I guess my only point is, I used to be a, a Bethesda. I used to have a huge hard on for Bethesda. Um, that has waned in recent years to the point yeah. where uh, it's kind of an eye roll, to be honest. Um, for me, Final Corgi says he he wasn't the biggest fan of Skyrim. I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. I felt like it definitely got overhyped, for sure. Yeah. And the one thing I will say about Oblivion, um, because I honestly wasn't the biggest fan of Oblivion either, since I'm an old head, I like Morrowind, which was three. Um, Elder Scrolls 3 on the original Xbox, but that game was fucking massive at the time. Like it's it has a bigger world. I think I am this might be my memory like failing me, but I'm pretty sure it had a bigger map than Oblivion and Skyrim. Um yeah. it was massive. And the one thing I will say about Oblivion that I think it's a positive and a negative. It had more biomes, like more diversified. It's, it's half the size of Skyrim. What? Morrowind? Morrowind. Morrowind Lies. seems, uh, that's why I, what I'm reading right now is Morrowind seems large because it didn't have an easy fast travel for the map. 
yeah you okay. stack side quests in un- uninhabited areas around towns and cities yeah i just yeah. remember playing that game on the xbox and the load times were like three and a half minutes and that was because in the background this is in the code the game would have to restart and empty its cache in i mean that's yeah that does not so surprise in me the background your, your system was actually restarting and shutting off while the loads do we do we not remember the issues that skyrim was having at launch where right if you had too many save files it killed the cache and bricked the game yeah um the one thing I, but yeah the one thing i will say about uh, oblivion is that a lot of people played oblivion but because it was like an xbox 360 launch title didn't look that great it didn't run that great um but mm-hmm. the one thing i will say is like it had it had more of like a diversified look to it like skyrim the one thing after a while, Skyrim was like, you can only see snow-covered mountains so many times before I want to see something else. Yeah. I I liked the diversity in the biomes in Oblivion and in Morrowind. Um, so I don't know. I could take it or leave it. I would still prefer a Morrowind remake, but that's just me. Um, Honestly, I prefer the 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 fan uh mods that people are doing, putting like Oblivion on the Skyrim engine. Um, I like the mods of Skyrim when you can do like Thomas the Tank Engine instead of dragons and screaming, uh, <laughs> uh, like Macho Man screaming, "Ooh yeah!" Like that was that was roars. my favorite one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that was that was that's what made Skyrim good was the mods. What um, what honestly what ruined this for me and it's why I'm kind of getting an, an eye roll for this and I'll even say for Elder Scrolls Six is the fact of how many times Skyrim was relaunched. Yeah, it's the GTA Five problem. Uh, how yeah. in the, how in the same amount of time that we got Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice City, San Andreas, and Four, we got five remakes, four or five remakes of GTA Five. Um, yeah. So it, it, and I and that that's the other thing too is like maybe it's because one of my friends says it's the greatest game of all time, and I just can't get behind that. Skyrim. I not need the to greatest. talk to us. I need to talk to this friend of yours. Skyrim is is Skyrim is good. But like I've played, like The Witcher Three is better than Skyrim. Um, there's Listen, a, there's so I, I many seem games to be I could a, see. Like between you and I, I'm way more of like a not so cynical gamer. Like I will like <laughs> I'm cynical the, the everything. Smash Bros. Pro wrestling. The, sma- <laughs> the Smash Bros. argument plays in the fact here. But like I'll even say that Skyrim is my next take. game ever made. Um, What'd you my, say? What'd wait, you say? Wait for my next take with this next article. Um, oh okay. So the next rumor, uh, same website, uh, there's a rumored Red Dead Redemption remake uh, coming, and it's the good one, not Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, that's my hot take. Red Dead Redemption 2 ruined the series. Um, uh, I would be excited for that because um, I really loved Red Dead Redemption 1, probably one of the best games I played on the Xbox 360. Um, what Did you ever play the first one? Didn't even touch either of them good because the second one was garbage um this is what i'll say about the second one second one was a great movie that's what i've heard the act of playing it was like they took everything from red dead redemption one and ran it through molasses it was so slow playing final Um, corgi says grand theft auto but cowboys it's meh one was good i stand by it one actually played well two did not two was like there was literally a mechanic in the game that when you when you open up like what think of this in a game when you open up a chest you pick up mm-hmm. everything in that chest right 
when you yeah in yeah most of the time in Red Dead Redemption you'd pick up each item individually one at a time and put it in your inventory. I I remember that. I remember uh, when you they got were to... like, here's a table of poker chips and, and bullets. And you had to sit there and grab each individual one at a time. Yep. Uh, the fast travel was slow. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. getting on a train. And it's like, I could have actually gotten here faster than like on my horse. Like uh, the gunplay hadn't really evolved too much from jumping console generations. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, the only thing good about that game was its story and its performances, and it looked pretty. I'll give it that, but it just... Do we not remember the the um, the controversy with Red Dead Redemption 2? Which one? It was more, re- it was more Red Dead Online, but which one? Uh, <laughs> the 100-hour death Red march Dead... or the... <laughs> No, the Red Dead Online had an had an issue where they were having um, players dress up in white robes and attack oh. any non-white colored characters. Yeah, I made sure I set fire to those people um, when I did play. Red I Red never touched. I yeah, did finish I Red Dead Redemption Two, and the one thing I will say is that when I got done with it, I was like, "Man, that was a great story. I never want to fucking play this ever again." <laughs> I did not feel that way about Red Dead Redemption One. Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 1 had a bigger map, I feel, because you could go into Mexico. Um, right. It just had a more compelling story. Uh, it played better. It ran smoother. You didn't, you could, like, okay, if you want to have that realism of picking up each item, sure, but give me a fucking loot all button so I can just pick it all up. You could do that in the first one. Like All the other games have it. Every other game like it has it. Right, right. I don't need it to be that realistic, Rockstar. Um yeah i just like, I, I don't it. like back to skyrim skyrim had it but i also didn't mind that they had the option that like you could pick and choose what you wanted to grab but if i wanted it all i had a button a button yeah yeah the, like i said the best way i can describe it is they took red dead redemption one and ran it through molasses so it would run twice mm-hmm. as slow like i hate I, getting... I will say the environment was pretty as fucking hell though oh yeah like i said it looked great the story was amazing. The performances by the actors in the game were were mm-hmm. awesome. But like the fact that like every Probably time you were trying to snow sim I've ever seen too. <laughs> yeah. And like, but like anytime you go to camp, you'd slow down to a, like a slow meander walk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want to sprint to the tent to get my thing and then go. Like, I, I don't like this. It's yeah. I see. That was my complaint with, uh, with tears of the kingdom was like, every time I went into a town, I couldn't sprint. Yeah, just put me at a walk, and I was—it I was, annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. Now imagine an entire game that's like that. Ew, ew. And like, I'm gun, good. and like guns jamming and stuff, and like I don't want Ugh. my guns to jam. Like that's annoying. And like I said, like I don't know the the environments were just more interesting in Red Dead One, but I'm excited if mm-hmm. they remake that one. Um, and then these I last up. few stories are just kind of shorter ones. Um, this one comes from Video Games Chronicle. Uh. Comcast credits uh, Mario Movie and Nintendo World Theme Park for its earnings bump. Um, the film has passed $1.3 billion worldwide at the box office. And uh, let's see, scrolling down a little bit. Yeah, because Comcast is the, is, owns Universal. So um, mm-hmm. they've been doing... they basically saying that, yeah, if it wasn't for those, that like we wouldn't really have much of an earnings bump this year. Uh, all the growing sales of Mario merchandise has helped. And the Nintendo Switch obviously helps a little bit too because they, they get a little bit of that because of Mario, a little bit of that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, that was just kind of a smaller. I don't got too much more to add. 
Um, Chris Pratt has solidified his position as a household name now. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Good God. Um, I don't have much more to add to that. Do you have any more to add to that? I was just kind of like a small one that I threw in there. Nah, I got nothing for that. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, next story is kind of small too. Uh, Paul McCartney is where, is making uh, another Destiny song for Destiny 2. Um, if you didn't know. That's other, pretty cool. This comes from StealthOption.com, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you don't know that he did the music for some of the music for Destiny 1. Um, and now after being busy for 10 years and not being able it wasn't that he didn't want to be on destiny 2 just schedules kind of same thing we were talking earlier schedules just didn't line up um but he is uh coming back to do some music for the next destiny expansion um destiny 2 the final shape Mm. is the new is the name of the new song or is the name of the new expansion i don't know this article is very expansion um well yeah uh that's kind of cool uh i'm I'm kind of a Beatles fan. Um, uh, my fans is it. a massive Beatles fan. It's cool. I think it. I think the coolest part about it is that it plays back to the the Easter egg that you could find in Destiny One. That if you went near a certain door, you could hear Beatles music playing in the back. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the um, what is it? The Watchtower in yep. Destiny One. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of cool. I really. I think that's. I think that's really cool. It, it brings things full circle. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then just kind of catching up on stories from last week, um, Diablo 4, and this was on IGN, but kind of everywhere, uh, is give gave some details and date on its upco- next upcoming patch. Um, it looks like it's, let's see, the date is August 8th, so pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just the general notes that we'll go over here, they get a lot of class-specific notes. Um but it looks like they plan on fixing a lot of like survivability issues um, that like a lot of the other classes have. This thing is huge, so I'm not going to go through all of it. But um, just wanted to touch on, you know, because we were kind of talking about how the the last patch last week uh, kind of ruined everything um, mm-hmm. and made only certain classes viable. It looks like this patch is we hear you. <laughs> um, and and I don't got much more to say about that. We're we're our Diablo players no longer on this podcast, so. Um, but, um, and then the last couple stories here, um, JJK is coming to Fortnite and this comes from a really funny website, uh, giant freaking robot.com. Um, (laughs) uh, don't got much more to say about that because I don't play Fortnite and they're not going to suck me in with this one. They didn't suck me in with my hero. They didn't suck me in with DBZ. I played it once when I was on paternity leave, got my first victory Royale in the first game I played and was like, all right, well, I'm going to retire on top and just quit. So see that's that's the downside is that that is a scripted battle royale win. What? The first one, you're meant to win it. No, not that one. I played the one after that. Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah, I played it. I was gonna I say because like the first first game you go into, you're basically just playing against bots and you're yeah, meant to win yeah. it. Um no, I didn't know I did a no build game after that because I don't like the building. Gotcha. Um, okay. And I won that one. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. I can see the appeal, but I'm good. And I uninstalled it right away. Um <laughs> Um, but I like JJK. I'd like to finish the first season, Shauna. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to watch it with my wife. That's why I'm super behind on it's it. It's on season two. I know it is. I just showed her that the other night. Um, Have you even watched the movie yet? No. You could probably watch it at any time because it takes place before the events of season one. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that's good to know. I'll probably watch that then. Yeah, we're on episode 12. Yeah. 
of season. Oh, you're not one. that far off. You're like halfway through, aren't you? I know, but it's still annoying. But like <laughs> that, I have to wait for her because she's you'll like be, you'll be okay. She's like an anime hater, but I'm trying to like change it because you got you got Witch from Mercury to to start I working do. on. I do. I'm gonna start working on that now that I finished my hero because my daughter didn't want to keep keep up with that. Um, anime problems. Um. And then the last two stories here. Uh, this is the one that I was going to say I was going to touch on another game. Oh, yeah. Final Corgi says, I forgot about Rich Mercury. Yeah, we're big Gundam yeah. fans. We're huge Gundam fans over here. I, I finished that series. Hot take. Um, out of all the ones I've seen, it's my favorite. Nice. Yeah, that's, yeah. Pretty, high, that's pretty high praise then. <laughs> um, uh, but Not yeah. really, because I, I, I grew, I started watching like build fighters and build divers. So depending on the person you talk to, uh, my my viewpoint is worthless. But I mean, my favorite is Zeta, and it's from the 1980s. Mm. So the animation doesn't hold up very well, but the story is good. The acting doesn't hold up very well either. But <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, this one comes from Game Grin, but it was kind of all over the place. You threw this in at the last second, and I mm -hmm. instantly turned it on and started messing with it to try to find it. Um, they added a bunch of, uh, they added a free content update to Session, uh, which is a skateboarding sim that I've been playing a lot. Um, mm -hmm. and they added the Ninja Turtles. Um, I got as far as I found the sewer because you can't, you can usually fast travel to all the points in that game, but you can't fast travel to the sewer unless you discover it. So I had to skate all around New York to find the right sewer that had pizza outside of it. And that's how I found it. So I've skated that spot. I've skated the sewers. It looks cool, but I haven't found any of the turtles yet. Um, okay. I think that's cool. Just a little thing that I want to touch on uh, that they just threw it for Honestly, free. it's a very fitting partnership. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I also thought it was kind of funny because like how deadly serious session is actually because it's like a super. Yeah. I mean, I mean they're also skateboarders, so they're cheeky and joking. But like how serious like of a sim, a true sim it is. Like, right. Like the fact that like I told you like it's like skate but harder. Like it is the Dark Souls of skateboarding games, and I love it. Um, because I'm actually pretty good at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I'm now going to probably either tonight, like if I'm not playing any Final Fantasy, if I don't have time, that's like my game that I jump into if I only have like a few minutes. Um, mm -hmm. I'll jump into that and, you know, see if I can see if I can find the turtle skins because I want to play as the turtles. I think that'd be awesome. You got you to post something when you do. Definitely. I would I'm gonna love do, to see. I'm, I'm going to throw some screenshots on Twitter for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so Smash is the Dark Souls of Fighters for you. It's all coming together. No, no. Actually, if you want to talk about the Dark, you want to talk about the Dark Souls of Fighters. It's Bushido Blade. Bring back Bushido Blade. Oh my God. Yeah, Bushido Blade One and Two. If you don't know what that is, it's a fighting game that has no health bars, no nothing, and you just have swords. You just have swords. You okay. go until you okay. kill the other person. Final Corky says all jokes. <laughs> um, and then the last story, uh, Dustin threw in here, and it started mm -hmm. off with rumors. It, it's kind of evolved as we watched it. Um, it's so I, stupid. I found it from Polygon. No, John Cena is not coming to Overwatch Two, and it actually says in the subline, uh, "You can't see him in game." Um, yeah. It says, despite speculation, anticipation, and trepidation that the actor, wrestler, and nice guy John Cena might be coming to Overwatch Two, he is not. Cena is instead helping to promote Overwatch 2. Uh, just kind of like, uh, looks like he's just going to do like a little, like, 
CG trailer or cameo. Um, yeah, it looks like the same. What was the the analogy they made? It was uh, uh, kind of like the Megan Fox stint in the Diablo Four. Like, That's what it was. Yeah, life cycle. Um, but I love me some John Cena. So I mean, he's not. I will say this hot take: he is not the best wrestler turned actor. Um, and no, n- and neither I is, agree. And neither is The Rock. Um, no, Rock is dead last for me. It's Batista. John Cena second. It's Batista. Oh, Batista by far. Yeah. Batista has the most range that we, I've seen so we far. Can, we can agree on this. That's yep. just fine. Yeah, he he has the most range so far, like that I've seen. Like I've seen him play dead serious. I've seen him play mm-hmm. funny. Like, and yeah, who would have thought that? Because I never really liked him as a wrestler that much. Um, yeah, no, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, love, we love us some Batista, but I'd love to see John <laughs> Cena in Overwatch. I still think it's going to be hilarious to have John Cena in Mortal Kombat. Um, I, honestly, that is way more of a fitting uh, thing for him, just be, still, being that it is Peacemaker. I still want an entire option to just put John Cena in his John Cena gear. I'm sure they're gonna. You're probably gonna get like some type of like alternate skin where it's just the the like the green shirt with the the jorts and yep. the yeah yep in the yeah never give up. Um, mm-hmm. If his finishing doesn't involve him going invisible, I don't want it. <laughs> See, funny you should say that. Uh, Overwatch actually gave John Cena abilities. Uh, they gave him the can't see me for his first ability, which would allow Athena to wave his hand in front of his face and become invisible to the enemy team. Uh, the That's second what threw me, threw me off because it was like, were they planning on doing this and then had to walk it back or... It's like they played too much into it to the point where they had to like and make an announcement like, no, 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 we're just having fun. No, we're just... messing around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we ended full circle. We started with a wrestling talk and we ended with wrestling talk. Um, and yeah, that's that's the podcast. I don't got anything else. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be doing for the week? Got any streams um... planned? Yeah, so I'm probably going to be streaming. Uh, I'm going to get back into this gym of mine. I'm having a blast with it, and I got to get to the part where it's not as hard for me anymore, and I can actually build a solid team. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably it. That, and uh, I mean, if any of my One Piece fans are out there, you know the episode that dropped last night, and so uh, I'm. I just want to watch more One Piece. It's phenomenal. Final Fantasy 16, my dude. I'm finally going to play it. Final Corgi's going to finally get yes. some Final Fantasy 16. Yes. I'm probably going to try to maybe beat the game this week in my down, my own time, but that's it. I'm not going to commit to that. You know me. It's not happening. I'm closer, I, but I am closer to the end than you. So Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, um, I plan on watching the Super Mario Brothers movie this week, so I guess thoughts okay. on that uh, next podcast. Um, other than oh, that... I guess I'll... I'll give my hot takes on uh uh on the um the the Pokemon Direct on Tuesday. Yeah. Um and I'm going to keep playing uh yeah, I haven't seen Shun me. Yeah, I didn't want to see it. I didn't like Chris Pratt. Like I now but now I have Peacock and it's just on Peacock. So I'm like, okay. And and we I didn't do- watch it until probably a couple months ago. Honestly, Chris Pratt doesn't talk a whole lot in the in the movie. It's more of everyone else, and it's so good. We always do a family movie night, usually on Fridays, but we were out Friday, so we're doing it like probably tonight. So 
you know, it'll make a good family movie. Um, and uh, I'm going to play some more 16, and I'm hoping to get back to Final Fantasy 1 on stream. Uh, I've been just playing okay. that. I've just been playing that exclusively on stream just to chip away at it uh, and then maybe get to 2 if we finish it. Um, and other than that, I don't have any other Each big... song makes the movie 100% agree. I hear Bowser's really good in that. Like, Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a thousand percent. Um, and then, yeah, I might play more Harvest Moon if I get another stream in. I'm on vacation this week, so who knows Ooh, what will happen. That, that reminds me. I'm picking up uh, an indie game this week called 30XX. You were so telling me about that. that yeah. Um, and the the new Disney game, the Illusion Illusionary uh, Island. Yeah, I was hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to pick that up probably this week and play that, too. So nice nice yeah but those, those are definitely like me sitting on the couch games those are yeah not stream games for me and if i have time and i can get her to sit down um you'd think i would say have violet play more pokemon violet but we really want to start kingdom hearts her kingdom hearts journey do it yeah, do it which, i mean if i'm gonna put kingdom if i'm gonna put pokemon on the back burner for her the, the i mean i think it's worth it to kingdom, kingdom hearts, hearts. Um, yeah but other than that yeah, that's the podcast. Um, where Ooh. can they find you? Yeah, so same time, same place. You can find me at Darius Prime on Twitch, and then you can find me at Darius Prime VOTTV on Twitter. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Chasing underscore Chase, uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Chasing Chase TV. That's where we do all the streams and stuff. Uh, other than this, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and YouTube at underscore Black Box Signal, uh, Twitch at twitch.tv black backslash Blackbox signal. Um, and yeah, we're, you can email us at blackboxsignalpodcast at gmail.com and you can email us about anything. It doesn't have to be game related, it can be food. It can just be something stupid. I mean, I don't care. We have so many different likes. You like this podcast is only about video games, but the amount of movies I watch and I love. And you heard my wrestling tangent in the beginning. Uh, like, that if we ever just start doing supplemental content i swear like if we start a discord server i'm gonna start doing pay-per-view watch parties on that so you can just sit me and scowling the that whole would, time that would be cool you um, know what Let, let's put this out there because i wouldn't mind let's have let's put out a suggestion for the email box about like recommending video games yeah yeah just obscure stuff that like we might have never yeah. checked out yeah that would yeah. be sweet um Oh yeah, I'm also on Blue Sky. I'm still trying to get a Blue Sky for the podcast because I'm a hipster, an internet hipster, even though I'm old. Um, but yeah, until next time, as always, stay safe, comrades. Bye, guys. <laughs>